Hey, wonderful people, welcome to PCP, the Pixel Clicks Podcast. I'm Jordan Pollock, this week's show is brought to you by uh, Google Cardboard. We are not sponsored by podcast listeners. Uh, listeners, remember to follow us on Twitter at PixelClicksPod to see me look like an idiot wearing this thing in picture or video form. But, hmm. as always, I am not alone. The ambassador for the PC Master Race, Cody Franklin, is here. After 10,000 years, it's time to conquer Earth. And the Australian Thunder Shane Carpenter is here. Today I wear a shirt that also has my name on it because I forgot my name. Shane O'Mac. <laughs> That's from now on. We're going to call you Shane O'Mac. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I all like podcasts I... is no longer Shane, it's O'Mac. Shane Yo, O'Mac, what's up, O'Mac? What's up, O'Mac? <laughs> you know, I really want, I really want to keep it tight, Raglan. Oh, I could, I could really. Keep it tight, tight. Uh, anyway, so <clears throat> I don't know. They're if you guys also have, not sponsored by Up Up Down Down. We are not sponsored by Up Up Down Down, or WWE for that matter. Uh, but please, if they want to do that, yeah. please do. <laughs> um, so I don't know if you guys have noticed, but we've been on a little bit of a hiatus, and that's because uh, VR stuff came out. At least that's the excuse I'm going to use. Uh. So in the past two weeks, we had the Oculus Rift and the HTC Vive both come out. And boy, has it been causing quite a stir. Uh, if, if you guys don't know, the Oculus Rift is a VR headset that is made by a company that was bought by Facebook. So they have just oodles and oodles of cash. Um, whereas the HTC Vive is backed by Valve and... And HTC, And HTC, of course, because it's right there in the name. Uh, but the main difference between the two is that the Oculus Rift is, you know, just the headset with some head tracking that you mostly just sit in a chair and do stuff in. But with the HTC Vive, you actually set up cameras around a room and you move around in that space while wearing a VR headset. And so that tracks your body and your head movement and all that stuff. And it also has controllers, so you actually have a lot more interaction with your hands. Very true. Uh, the Oculus Rift only comes with a Xbox One control, so there's that. Um, I, uh, Giant Bomb did a really good stream for on release day of both the Oculus Rift and the uh, the Vive, and they're like something like eight hours each. Like they pretty much just played every damn game they could find, essentially, yeah. for both. And from generally, uh, from what I've seen, like skimming over both of them, uh, the the Rift looks cool, but the Vive definitely seems like it's uh, a little bit further ahead. Yeah. Just because of the the, the controllers and the actually like the spatial awareness because of the cameras and whatnot of being able to move around in a room and use your hands on things, it's. It feels a bit more like a, a fully fleshed out technology, whereas the Rift at times, and and definitely a lot of the uh, the games for the Rift, kind of felt a bit gimmicky and just kind of like tech demo-y. Yeah. So. And I can see that because I mean I I know for for both already it's still there's still not really any killer apps for either headset I'm gonna say. But yeah, just like on, on a surface level, it looks like the the Vive would be the better bet because you yeah you actually get to move around in a 
designated space rather than just you know confined to a chair. Yeah. And plus, with the with the you know the controls that come with the Vive, like it's actually would look like you are actually interacting with the world around you rather than yeah. using the control to do everything. I saw one really uh, one kind of it was it was pretty much just a tech demo, but it was kind of cool. It was like a shooting range uh, with with different shotguns for the Vive. Yeah. And you could actually like you know hold up the shotgun with your hands and shoot at skeet and targets and things like that. And uh, you know that was something you definitely wouldn't be able to do nearly as well with the Rift because you know you're just using the controller. So yeah, it was definitely a bit more hands-on, if you <laughs> will. <laughs> that was pretty hilarious because uh, Jeff from Giant Bomb was the one who was playing it. And he quickly realized that the uh, the action, you know, you have to move the con- one controller back and forth to pump the shotgun. Yeah. He quickly realized it had no bearing whatsoever on where your hand was as long as you were shaking it. So he was just like wh- holding hit the shotgun with one hand, just wildly swinging his other arm around in the air, pretty much having unlimited ammo hacks because of it. <laughs> and he was just like, he was just, yeah, I'm a cowboy, woo! It was absolutely hilarious to watch. Oh, I'm sure it was. <laughs> and, that, you know, that's something you can only really do that's really brought to the next level because of your hands. Whereas with a controller, just be another, you know, another shooting game. Yeah. We have plenty of those. Call of Duty, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Right? Um, so... Though something like that on the Vive would actually probably be awesome, though. <laughs> oh, yeah, 100%. Like, uh, I, I haven't had the chance to ever try out, you know, Oculus Rift or a Vive or playstation vr at any of the conventions i've been to but i have been trying out google cardboard which is why they're sponsoring us quote unquote today um gotta get your poor man's vr yeah poor man's vr and guys (laughs) i feel like a changed person like that i want that i want i want vr so bad now like (laughs) it like even though like i'm just stationary and i can just look around at the world around me and stuff like i felt like I was actually in these worlds like more than normal like uh, I was watching a demo basically if I was I was a seagull and I was flying around and I looked down and like I got a little bit uh, disoriented because I thought oh my god I'm flying but I wasn't you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> and it was it was a weird sensation like like I kind of I wanted to touch things but I'm like I, I can't because it's not real yeah um, there was a good moment with that with uh, oh, I forget his name one of the guys from Giant Bomb, they were doing uh, a game on the Vive, and he kept having to stop himself because, you know, he he was on the ground and you had to get up off the ground at one point. Yeah. And he had to keep, his brain kept saying to him, like, oh yeah, I can put my hand on this counter and pull myself up. But that counter doesn't exist, you know? <laughs> and things like that, where it's just like, whoa, this is crazy, it's breaking my my mind, man. Yeah, and then, uh, of course, me being me, I downloaded uh, Silent Home VR, which is a horror game. Uh, (laughs) And that game was fun for 10 minutes because I was walking around. You know, you press press a button, so you start moving forward, and then wherever you look, that's the direction you walk. And the lady popped up, and I turned it right off because I didn't didn't need (laughs) that in my day. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But... Man, it was that was it, that was a trip. Like I'm really I'm really looking forward. I'm 
probably get a VR headset sometime much, much later. Yeah. Uh, but I'm, like, really looking forward to, like, actually gaming in VR now. Like, <coughs> I, I always thought, you know, it's a, it's a cool idea. It would be a cool gimmicky thing. But it's, it is a whole new experience. It's, it's hard to describe without, like, without, like, physically putting a thing on your face. Yeah. And the one thing I, I took away from both streams from Giant Bomb was really that it it really comes down to that the hardware is there. It's definitely there. Like, VR is here, especially with the Vive yeah. uh, taking it to the next level. But uh, it still remains to be seen software-wise. Like, are developers going to really end up supporting this, or is it just going to stay in this kind of uh, tech demo-y kind of state like it is right now? Because... Yeah. That's definitely the uh, for early adopters. I would say that's the issue right now. Is just there's nothing that's really very fleshed out. Yeah. It's all very cool and neat, and you could play it for like an hour, but after that, you're just like, uh, what's next? Type of thing, you know? Yeah. But yeah. I, I hope to see stuff, you know, advanced because there's definitely lots of potential there. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Like uh, if only for like the the theater mode stuff or whatever it has like Oculus has. I think PlayStation VR has it too. I'm not sure about uh, the Vive, but you know where it's like you're sitting in a theater and then it's just a giant screen for whatever you're playing yeah. or watching. That like that sort of stuff sounds cool to me. Yeah, yeah nothing I, else. You can just do that. Some I play a normal game on something like that. Yeah, yeah. So that that'd be really cool. But yeah, I, as far as I know, there's like there's yeah there's no like real killer app for VR stuff. So I I still don't really quite see myself spending the money to get a headset quite yet yeah and and it'll definitely be you know it's early tech as well like there's yeah. for the most part the hardware is pretty <coughs> spot on but there are issues here and there that i you know from the different streams that i've I've watched that people are running into and, and i'm sure those are things that by the time the second or third editions come out that are going to be actually be in the price range of uh, plebs like us. <laughs> that they'll, uh, the, the upside of it will be that they'll have those things fixed in theory. So yeah. that's one good thing about waiting. Uh, so Shane, how how do you feel about VR? Don't care. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to you don't want to watch wrestling and be in the ring with it. them. Okay, you could be me, in the arena. Let me just say this about VR. Yeah. I've watched. PewDiePie's videos of him doing VR games. Yeah. Is the most idiotic shit I have ever watched. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't doubt for a second that it is probably fun to play it yeah. and experience it. Yeah. But goddamn, if you don't look like an idiot when you're playing it. No. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, it's one definitely. <laughs> They're definitely not going to be very great games like, to translate to, like, a Twitch uh, streaming medium. You know, yeah. That was the thing. Yeah. It's, those two streams I watched, it was just like, it, it was almost nauseating to watch somebody because everyone's, you know, it, when you're, when you're, when you have the headset on yourself, you don't really notice how much you're kind of, like, moving your head around. Yeah. But watching this like a stationary screen of somebody's point of view pretty much everyone's just constantly like head going all over the place and just like oh man i just want to throw up watching this. that's yeah. that's my that's my whole thing is like i'm just watching somebody constantly moving their head around pewdiepie like tries to uh do like a 
teabagging move <laughs> while wearing it. Of course. But it's like, you have to hold the, I don't remember which one he's using, but it has those weird controllers. That's, that like, was the Vive, yeah. The Vive? Okay. And he's like holding it like this, just being like, eh, Like, I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, you definitely. There's no way to look cool d- using d- d- no. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, like, you just look like you're doing squats. Like, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, more power to people who are having fun with it. I think it's way too expensive right now, and oh, yeah. agree. It just looks dumb on the outside. Like, also, I'm not really a big fan of putting something over the top of my head and completely eliminating all of my senses and not being aware of the world around me. Yeah. Oh, when I tried out the uh, Google Cardboard, I locked the door. <laughs> like, yeah. Ain't nobody gonna roll up on me while I'm wearing this. But see, that's my thing. Is like That's literally what you're going to have to do if you're playing that thing, is you have to lock all your doors, make sure everything's like completely shut down. Cause, like, There's a guy on Reddit who had a, an Oculus, and he was, like, he was on a, a train or subway or something like that, playing yeah. it like out in public oh, everyone's like no. do you want to get your wallet stolen in your because right? like Seriously. there's no way you would notice somebody picking your pockets with that and you look like a complete douchebag <laughs> yeah. Yeah. someone's going to see you doing that and just be like alright I'm going to come up to you pull your pants down steal your wallet and do just, anything like, else you could tie some of his shoelaces together. You could fuck with people so much. Yeah, seriously. And they'd have uh, no I, idea what's going on. I have a question, though. Uh, for for the Vive, is it wireless? Or do, are there, like, wires attached to oh, it? Oh, let me look it up. I think they're wireless. It was wireless. Because, like, I would hope it's wireless. Because if you're the, moving around a space, I would hope the there's videos, no wires to trip over, you know? The videos I was watching on PewDiePie, and they didn't have any wires. I know, I know 100% Oculus is wired because you're sitting down, you're stationary, so... Okay, yeah, they're they're wireless. I'm looking yeah, at them no, now. PewDiePie was definitely moving yeah. around. Okay. It's like, uh, it, it's, they're pretty much like the uh, Nintendo controller, the uh, the Wii controllers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Same basic idea, except you have two of them. It's just... I've seen some cool ideas, though, for stuff that you could do with those, like... Um, I don't remember if it was Vive or what it was, but I think it was Vive because it looks like the same controllers. But there was a it, this was a while back, and it was for some totally like not gaming related thing. But it was a guy doing like 3D painting, yeah, with the controllers, and like the controllers are literally his paint brushes, and he can get in there and move all around and actually like move around whatever he's painting in a 3D space. Stuff like that. Like, that's in a completely new form of art. Yeah. Right there. That sounds know, really it, cool. it looked awesome. You know, and it's something you could animate it and then anybody, you could send that file to somebody else and they can get into the picture and look, you know, move their head around the statue and stuff like that. That looked, I mean, that's awesome to me, stuff like that. You know, that, I'm really interested in the uses outside of gaming as well. Yeah. Or oh, things man. like I, that. Like, I can't wait for, like, NASA to put uh, a 360 degree camera on a rover on Mars. Yeah. So or you even just, jump... just like a satellite or something to be on, yeah, or a rocket. Yeah, just like look around space or look around Mars. Like, how cool would that be? Yeah. That, like, that'd be super dope. And like we were saying, like, you could be in, in an arena for a, a wrestling uh, event, Shane. Hmm. <laughs> That would, that would be cool. Like yeah, they had those 3D movie dem like like demo things, and that was one. The one I saw was they they had 
I think it was a Paul McCartney concert, and you were like in the crowd, and you could, like, you were right there in at the front, and you could look all around, just like you were really there. Wink, wink. And then the other one was uh, I said wrestling because it was the, the Undertaker coming out, and the guy with the camera was like literally right next to the uh, platform and everything, so you're like, I can see up the Undertaker. Man, I had to suck the Undertaker <laughs> yeah. takes like 10 minutes to get down to the ring now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's not a young man anymore. <laughs> and every time he comes out, it has to be like a, a really long and elaborate thing. <laughs> it's not even like it's a super elaborate, it's just like it's super imposing music and then walking very slowly for 10 minutes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that'd be uh, cool though. That'd be what? cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, uh, like it or not, VR is here. Uh, it's it's probably gonna be here to stay too, because I mean, th- there are so many more applications for VR outside of gaming that it would yeah. it would be dumb not to utilize it for yeah. stuff like watching movies. The watch, one the one thing stuff like that. The one point I wanted to say though is. Uh, they made a really good point on like Giant Bomb is like it's really cool from a gaming point of view. Yeah. But it the thing that worries me is like how much is develop are developers really gonna support this because Yeah. Like they were playing a racing game and it looked awesome being like actually in the seat and stuff. But um I think it was Dan who was playing and they asked him and they're like, you know, would you play this over you know, using a controller if you were like legitimately playing this competitively and probably wouldn't because you get more, uh, you know, it, it's counterintuitive to an extent, but you get more awareness being in that, you know, camera that hangs out above the, the car and stuff like that. So yeah. Yeah. I feel like to a certain extent, like we might get a little bit of a, a reel back after a yeah. year or two where it's just like, oh, this all sounded awesome. And then we ended up playing these games and people realized like, I'd rather just play this on a normal screen, you know? Yeah. Like, Call of Duty, like, that sounds awesome, but I feel like after two, three hours, you would just be so nauseous and you never want to play that NVR again. Well, my best example would be a certain thing that Microsoft tried starting with a K. Oh, yeah. That oh, developers yeah, did not support at all. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Microsoft kept pushing and it just fell into the oblivion. Or there's another thing by Sony called The Move. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is at least being repurposed for, uh, for PlayStation VR. VR, but yeah. which was very smart. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, otherwise the move died. It <laughs> straight up died. Yeah, because you're ask. The problem with these things is you're asking developers to put in extra hours to develop the games specifically for VR. Yeah. Headset and developers just aren't going to do that. If they know that they can make for sure a certain amount of money off of their AAA game by just releasing it straight on a console and PCs, yeah, they're not going to be like, oh yeah, let's put it out on this VR thing too. Make yeah, like true. a quick buck maybe. <laughs> yeah, but but I will I will say like <laughs> the the only time you'll ever catch me wanting to play a driving simulator is if it's in VR because that that sounds cool to me yeah. like. Like I, I would like to get you know a steering wheel controller with the pedals and whatnot, and just put on a helmet. And I'm like, oh man, I'm driving a Maserati for the first time ever in my life, and probably the only time I'm ever going to drive a Maserati in my life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah. otherwise, I, 
like but yeah what, what really excites me about vr is the stuff outside of gaming for now because there 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 isn't really anything that <coughs> that has like seriously wowed me there's in some terms cool of gaming magical like... stuff that you can do with vr headsets yeah, yeah. for like people who are who are suffering from brain trauma yeah. Oh yeah. There's like there's a, I've read a couple articles about like you using it for PTSD and stuff like that, and it's actually yeah. been fantastic mm-hmm. for like the troops and things like that. And yeah. I think the the elephant in the room, of course, as well as we keep talking about gaming, but I feel like the thing that will probably make or break this is how much porn gets involved. Oh no, because porn uh, tends to always like make or break technology. Yeah, you know? and there's already a lot of VR porn. Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot so, of it. Thanks to a that's like, website. That's, yeah, that's that's definitely a field where I can see, you know, for people who like uh, POV porn. I mean, this is like fucking. There's no more POV than this. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> so yeah, I'm sure you know Pornhub and stuff. We're just like, oh, we can do so much with this. <laughs> yeah, know? I mean, plus all the peripherals they they made that could go. Along oh yeah, that's with that's this. stupid. <laughs> Oh god, you, you guys have had to have seen that gif of the guy from it was like a Japanese guy and it had like yes. I've seen that gif. Yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> it was like a fucking there's one where they took like one of those weird I forget what it was. It was like this, that was weird three-dimensional controller that came out like 10 years ago and no one's ever really done anything with it. Somebody yeah. hooked mm-hmm. a flashlight up to that. And they're like, "Now yep. you can fuck your girlfriends and oh whoa." <laughs> And then they, some somebody made one like that where it was like a fleshlight attached to fake plastic boobs. Yep. And it was oh, just like a guy, boy. like, oh yeah, this is amazing. I'm just like, no, that's Japan. You're going too far, man. Going oh. too far. Reel it in just a little bit. We're not quite there yet. <laughs> I guess it's cheaper than they like printing out a whole fucking like robot or something. I guess. That's yeah. true. Uh. So, so before we move on from this topic of VR, mostly mostly because I want to get away from the porn stuff, <laughs> uh, I really want to go, go to Six Flags and ride the new Revolution with because the, the new uh, Revolution, the, the roller coaster, they open it again. You wear a VR headset and go through the roller coaster. Stuff like that, yeah, like like uses like that are really cool. Yeah, that sounds super dope. <coughs> I want. I really want to do that because it adds. Is it still an actual roller coaster? Or yeah, it's just totally. Totally yeah, normal they, they, roller coaster, but they just put, they simulate something else. So the one I saw is, it was an alien invasion. Yeah. And you were sitting in a fighter plane, and the fighter plane was like fighting the aliens. And so when the, when the plane would bank to the left, that's when a roller coaster would bank to the left. So you actually had the momentum and feel of it. Yeah, which going is on. great because Revolution they revamped it and everything. But before they revamped revamped it, it was a really boring roller coaster. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. So, yeah, I'm re- I really want to try that out. It sounds super awesome. But um, let's move on from that and talk about something that isn't super awesome, and that is the PC port of Quantum Break. Which surprise? It's it's not. It's it's. I'm so it's surprised for a game that's exclusive to the Windows Store. Right. <laughs> God. Yeah. Like, no, nobody saw this one coming, right? It's been a just complete and utter mess. You know, it, I, I kind of figured, even without it being this weird new Windows Store thing, 
Yeah. Just the fact that it came out of nowhere. They just announced like a month before it came out. Like, oh yeah, now we're doing a PC port. Like, there's no way this is going to be good. <laughs> there's yeah. no way. It's <laughs> a short amount of time and, and big surprise. It, it's not. It's been pretty uh, pretty awful. Yeah. And, and unfortunately, I, I, I can't share my thoughts on Quantum Break quite yet because I haven't had a chance to play it. But it's, it's sitting right in front of me. Uh, so I'm going to get to it sometime this week. So I'll give you guys my impressions of it. Next it seems week, cool. Yeah, no, it looks super awesome. I mean, it's basically a superhero game. It's like it's like Infamous, but instead of electric electricity or other powers, it's it's time powers. Yeah. And I'm, wow. I'm I'm reading the list of issues, and it's just hilarious. Like apparently, there's not even a quick game button in the PC version, so you just have I guess you have like Alt F4 or something. What? Uh, and, like, you, people can't, even on, like, state-of-the-art $1,000 video cards and shit, like the Titan X, you still, people can't get 60 FPS and things like that. It's incredible. oh my god. Apparently, uh, NVIDIA, and usually video games run really well on NVIDIA because they bribe developers, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. <laughs> but apparently, NVIDIA is having a horrible time with Quantum Break, which yeah. isn't terribly surprising if it, since it's such a rough because yeah. the console is AMD, so they, I mean, yeah. that's really showing how rough this port is. They just co- uh, literally copy-pasted. <laughs> so, so who, who, who did the port? Is it, was it just Remedy, or did they uh, hire someone else? I think it's Remedy, from what I can tell. Oh, that's disappointing. They did it themselves, but it was just, it's, the whole thing was so rushed at the last minute. Like I, I, re- I just really want this game to do well, so there might be some <coughs> hope of Alan Wake Two. That's <laughs> that's really all I want. Although I do appreciate uh, there are Alan Wake Easter eggs in Quantum Break because of course there are. Like uh, there's a scene where main character, I forgot his name, it's like Jake. Jake or something. Yeah, Jake. Uh, if you go by a TV, it plays Night Springs. Which is uh, a fictional show that's basically the Twilight Zone in the Alan Wake universe. So it's basically, hey, this all takes place in the same universe. <laughs> so I like that. That's cool. Please give me Alan nah. Wake 2. That's all I really want. Um, but yeah. Uh, let's move on to... Division? Yeah, Cody, tell us about the crafting stuff in The Division from the newest patch. So, oh, um, <laughs> yeah, so to make a long story, a very long story short, uh, essentially what happened is, I think it was earlier this week, if I'm correct, they announced the, up, you know, the upcoming major patch that's coming out with the, uh, launch of the new raids and everything. Yeah. And one of the, uh, it had a lot of really good... Uh, changes in it. They made some really cool improvements to the Dark Zone and things like that. So everything was like, oh, this is cool. This is awesome. Hey, Massive is listening. And then at the bottom of the patch notes, they pretty much were like, hey, we're completely changing how crafting works. And the main thing was they were massively increasing how much materials you would need to make something and then also nerfing the availability of those materials. So I think somebody yeah. on Reddit did the math, and it was like, you'd have to go do the Dark Zone. You'd have to like extract a full 30 items three and a half times to craft one item, <laughs> which was absolutely <laughs> insane. Just absolutely <laughs> insane. 
But it turned out that this was uh, not as bad as it sounded because it was actually more to the patch notes than meets the eye or was released because somebody, whoever whoever was in charge of this situation, I, I feel like definitely needs to be immediately fired because it was such a clusterfuck because, you know, they released the crafting changes, but they didn't release the major thing that made those changes actually not bad, which is that they're massively increasing the drop rate of high-end items so that you don't have to go constantly try your luck at crafting. They're trying to get away from doing that and actually go back to a typical, um, you know, Di- Diablo-style go for what drops. Now, yeah. You know, not grind out mats for hours on end and then hope to God you craft something good, which is what they have right now. But those original patch notes had no mention whatsoever of this increased uh, high-end change, so the community, rightfully so, pretty much reacted like the sky was falling, because that's what it looked like. <laughs> you know, it looked like, hey, we're destroying this game for no reason whatsoever, and people yeah. were extremely angry. Uh, As it should be. The the uh, division subreddit was pretty much, uh, you know, the sky is falling, <laughs> basically dead game level uh, chaos, and massive didn't help themselves because it, I think it was like a good at least a day, if not two days, before they actually finally came out and were like, "Hey, here's the rest of the patch notes, which mention that we're increasing drop rates, and now everything makes sense." So. It was, to say the least, it was a uh, hell of a roller coaster in the division community, and <laughs> and it just sucks because like you know, one foot forward, two steps back type of thing with their connection to the community because yeah. uh, that's one of the things people have really uh, criticized them a lot is that you know they keep they'll make a at one point they sound like they're awesome and they're listening to the community and everything's great, and then they'll announce something that's totally crazy. And yeah. then, you know, back and forth, back and forth. And this really felt like the, uh, you know, the, the straw that broke the Campbell's back, if you will, because it was just so completely out of nowhere and so insanely uh, severe. But, again, it, you know, everything turned out good in the end, and it actually sounds like a fantastic change that yeah. I, for one, am extremely excited for to check out on Tuesday when it comes out with the... Uh, Incursions, which is their essentially their first uh, raid system. Yeah. So it's you know all in all, at the end of the roller coaster, it was a good ride. <laughs> uh, holy crap, was it a clusterfuck for a good few days? And like I said, I just can't, I can't fathom how that made it past the community and PR people there. Just it just seemed blindingly obvious that this was going to yeah. cause issues, you know. And this is, and that's what I was saying earlier. Is like this isn't the first time where it's been kind of weird. Like, do you guys not even pay attention to the community? Like, what's how you, you know these things that should be very obvious? Uh, they keep making mistakes about, but yeah. at least on the game side of things, it seems to be going well. They just need to uh, fix their PR issues and fix them quick because yeah. I don't think they can. Uh, uh, have another repeat or sustain another blow or what have you, like they did this week, because that was very much apocalyptic to say the least. <laughs> People well, were pissed off. 
Well, The Division isn't the only game that's getting an update on the 12th. Shane, why don't you tell us about Destiny's uh, uh, forthcoming Oh, that game, that, that game The Division's totally not trying to be, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. <laughs> yeah, totally not It's still to be. alive? So, what's, so, so what's how, how is Destiny going to try to get people back playing? Um, How's it trying to get people back from Division? <laughs> I don't know if it's really going to be trying to directly pull from Division, but anyway. Um, <laughs> the update is basically adding a few different ways of getting new gear um, to up your light level again. Yeah. So it's like a mini expansion. That's good. I guess you could call it. To hold you over until whenever they decide to announce that they're doing another expansion. <laughs> uh, so basically, they're adding in a few new quests, um, or just the one quest. I don't know. But I think isn't it's that, isn't it exclusive to PS4. Or is that just the gear? Um, it's just gear that's exclusive to PS4. Okay. You should be able to access. It's gear and there's an exclusive mission. So I guess two missions overall. Maybe. But, um, so there's a new quest for it. There is now going to be gear packs at faction vendor leaders, which were completely useless in the original game. So, yay! <laughs> faction leaders can do something now. Woohoo! Um... Uh, there are now going to be in, or there's now going to be a new level 41 arena for Prison of Elders, which is okay. cool. Yeah, that was something that was missing. That was kind of weird to be missing. Um, because just for everybody who doesn't know, when Taken King came out, Prison of Elders was from House of Wolves. Yeah, and it covered all that stuff, and then Taken King came out and was bumped up the level cap and the light cap. But for some strange reason, Bungie decided to just drop the whole Prison of Elders thing. Yeah, it kind of fell off real quick when Taken King came out. Yeah, so they actually decided to add a new arena for Prison of Elders for Taken King, which yeah. makes sense. I mean, it's kind of, kind of, it should have been something they should have been kind of focusing on since the Taken King came out. You can add all the Taken to the Prison of Elders stuff. Like, yep. Uh, I mean, at least they're doing stuff to try to, you know, add more stuff to the game. Yeah. To keep people playing. Um, I do believe there is a new strike as well and a change they made some changes to another strike so basically more heroic strikes for you to go into and get better gear and finally um you can do challenge mode in the challenge of elders which is tied into the prison of elders stuff and yeah. you'll also get better gear from that and that's pretty much it Cool. More ways to get gear. More ways to so more of the same for Destiny. Pretty much. Yeah. Just uh, keep waiting until that next expansion, guys. 
It's never well, coming. Well, it's never coming. The creative director just left <laughs> Bungie, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, just keep waiting for that next expansion. It's never going to happen. But hey, whatever. Keep waiting. Yeah. Well, who 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 knows what's what's going to happen next with that game? Um, Not me. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so another thing that we don't really know much about, but have heard rumors of, is God of War Four, which may be going to Norse mythology, which is cool. Uh, there, there is a, uh, there's a guy who's a he's known to have insider information who put out some tweets saying, you know, we're going forth to Valhalla, and he put hashtag God of War Four, which leads us all to believe that there's going to be God of War Four in Norse mythology. That's combined with all the with a bunch of um, leaked concept art that shows a man that looks like Kratos, yeah. uh, but with a pretty stylish Viking beard and an axe. And it's all being tied into rumors about the PlayStation 4.5 or 4K or whatever it's going to be called. H- however you want to call it, yeah. Um, and I mean, I'm I'm all for that. I, I, I would love a new God of War game. Uh, I'm not, I'm not in love with Kratos as a character, but he's still a very iconic character. <coughs> so it'd be kind of weird having a God of War game without him in it. Yeah. But I just wonder, like, is is it, is it going to be like a, a sort of a, um, retelling of God of War, but in Norse mythology this time? Is it, is it the actual Kratos from the Greek mythology? That's legit sequel. Yeah, 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 that's what I'm wondering too, because the way God of War 3 ends, it kind of leaves it open to, you know, what he, creators could be doing. Uh, but I don't know, in, in my brain, uh, I would like it to be a sequel to God of War, and it's basically, you know, Kratos just demolished all of the Greek gods from Olympus, and, like, the Norse gods are like, now's our chance to rise up and take control, and we, we, we can be the leaders of this the gods of this planet now, whatever. And somebody messes up and basically Kratos, uh, gets imbued with something and he becomes a harbinger for Ragnarok. Is Kratos going to have to choke a bitch? Exactly. Now, uh, if, if you guys aren't familiar with what Ragnarok is, it's a Shane's pointing to his cat. It's a, it's an event in, in, in Norse mythology. <laughs> trying so hard to get in here. Ragnarok is is an event in Norse mythology which is basically the foretelling of the death of like a lot of notable Norse gods and basically results in the world being um, flooded and then growing anew uh, and being repopulated by the two human survivors. It's basically Adam and Eve mixed with. Um, oh uh, whoa whoa! Don't, hey, don't don't. I'm, I'm, put, I'm putting it in terms for the Christians Adam and to Steve, understand. Jordan. You don't want to go there, Jordan. You know, you don't. <laughs> Adam and Steve. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I can, I can really, I could, I could, I would really dig it if Kratos is the harbinger for Ragnarok to happen. That'd be really cool. Like that. Oh, also, sorry for spoilers for Thor three. Yeah, I'm done with uh, some Norse, myth- uh, Norse mythology. Yeah, I mean, there, as a younger version of me, I used to be very into uh, you know mythology and whatnot. And, and the one 
I, I really liked Greek mythology, but if there was one thing I liked more than Greek mythology, it was North mythology, because that shit yeah. is metal as hell. It so, is. 100%. I'm very much... Uh, There's actually not that many of... games based in North, Norse mythology. So there really isn't, yeah. Cool. It's kind I... of an untouched area for the most part. I could not name for you a single game. Actually, no, I think I have one that's called Asgard something. Yeah, but... Asgard was like the only one. Oh, and, uh... What's it called? Vikings? I don't know. The uh, fact of the matter is... The really the popular pressed. Square Enix games. Oh. Oh. Um... What's his face? Shoot. What, uh... <laughs> <laughs> this is this is really gonna bother me. Um, it's gonna bother the shit out of me because yeah. I'm wondering it right now. They literally just had a game that they're trying to make and then they canceled it. Yeah, sir, what was it? Um, uh, uh, was it Odin Sphere? Odin Sphere, yeah, right. Legacy of Cain. Oh, yeah. It was kind of based in... A little bit, uh, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I can see that. But, yeah, awesome. like, we're seriously this hard-pressed to come up yeah, pretty with, much. with games based on Norse mythology. <laughs> Age of Mythology was legit. Oh, yeah, yeah. Now, had, that was, like, the only thing I could think of that had, like, Vikings in it. It had Vikings, it had Egyptians, it had Greeks, it had Atlanteans, it had them all, man. Crossed mm-hmm. off the boxes. But man, uh, yeah, I would like, give us, please give us more Norse mythology games. And now that I said that, we're going to get flooded with Norse mythology games. We'll be like, stop giving us Norse mythology games. Yep. I just want uh, stuff like, us... besides Thor, because that's like the one, like we have gotten a decent amount of Thor-related stuff, but there's other things... In Norse mythology, then yeah, than that, Thor. that's what I'm, that's what I'm <laughs> hoping. If in God of War four, like Valhalla and all that stuff, I really hope the first person you kill is Thor, and he's yeah. wield Molnir the entire time. That'd be good. Sing <laughs> like, awesome. goddamn Thor game, you're dead. <laughs> and you just like viciously murder him. Uh, now I really me. want to play Age of Mythology. Fuck! I need to go download that now. Yeah, me, me and my friend, we went on, uh, we were just spitballing, like, what would other God of War games be, and I'm not going to get into that, because it's going to be controversial. Because um, no. just think of different uh, uh, religions of, and people you can kill. Anyway, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, and, and resurrect and kill again. Yep. Uh, the Final Fantasy VII Remake <laughs> episodes are apparently going to be the length and size of full games. So, you know, people are like, oh, how is this episode thing going to work? Or is it going to be just like, oh, you have this one small part, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so the way I see it is that they're going to break down the three discs of Final Fantasy VII into three separate games. And each game is going to be maybe 40, 50 hours in length per uh, per episode, per disc, whatever you want to call it. And I'm totally fine with that. So when are these going to come out exactly? Never, Shane. Like These games are years? never coming out. <laughs> Mind you, it's been how long? And Final Fantasy Fifteen is finally probably coming out September thirtieth. <laughs> Final Fantasy Fifteen got announced in. It's like been nine years. Two thousand eight. 
2007. I was... That's when I graduated high school is when Final Fantasy 15 <laughs> versus 13 was announced to be in the works. And it's just now coming out. Like, that... So, if that's any indication about the Final Fantasy VII Remake, we're not going to see that until 10 years from now. It was announced in May t- 2006. Oh, jeez, that's even further. It's been 10 years. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, God, that means if you ever run into a 10-year-old, they were born. They were born What confirmed? <laughs> nothing, nothing oh. beats that, man. Oh, jeez. Um, yeah. Yay, Final Fantasy VII Remake. We're not going to see it until I probably have a child. <laughs> yeah. I was like, Final Fantasy XV took 10 years to come out. I'm pretty sure that I'm trying to release three full length games off of Final Fantasy VII. is going to take them until the next century. Yeah, I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna be like dead by the time it comes out. So forty. Um, let's move on to something that's real dumb. Cody's really that's, excited about. Is this the Overwatch butt stuff? <laughs> that Cody's excited about. Yeah. <laughs> butt stuff. If you guys, Woo. if you guys Woo. have have not heard, uh, there's a little bit of a controversy with Overwatch or the Overwatch beta. Because there's a character who is basically the the face of Overwatch, and that's Tracer. Uh, they there's a pose in the beta where Tracer is looking over her shoulder at the player, and people got mad because you could see Tracer's butt, and that made her a sexual object. Um, so people complained, and then the I like how you described it that way. Like I didn't say it that way. <laughs> on on April first. Blizzard removed, or was it before April first? I think it was on April first that they removed it, right? I'm not sure, I, man. I I'm not sure. Sometime around April first, Blizzard removed said pose. Yeah. The well, there, the thing that happened is there was a post on the uh, forums for the game, and a poster complained about it being, uh, you know, sexualizing her in an unnecessary way, and it made it hard for children and, and uh, you know, family game and et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And uh, Blizzard removed it and they kind of agreed with her. But they yeah. also uh, made it, pointed out that it was, it wasn't solely because of complaints. It was, they had thought about removing the, uh, replacing the pose anyways. They were already yeah, working on another one. Because they didn't like the way that the current one looked. And, yeah. and plus it, it was kind of like already a placeholder. That was for another character entirely. That 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 pose fits for. <laughs> yeah. So, so they ended up uh, coming out with another one here. Yeah. A couple days ago. Yeah. Yeah, that's a couple yeah. days ago. And it's it, I like I like I like the new pose that they put in for Tracer. I just wanted to say Blizzard. Slow clap. You know slow clap for course. you because. That was a good ass troll move right there. <laughs> yeah. Slapping, of course, because the the new pose uh, arguably has more just butt. as much ass, if not more, in it. And and, um, and it's literally based off a pinup girl. Yeah. <laughs> but it does 
fit the character more. It does fit Tracer a lot and more. It and does, I, I like it. To an extent, it does seem a bit more of like a realistic pose, I guess. Because yeah. you could, you know, maybe it's her in motion or something like that. And that's why her legs up. It's not her just straight up. Look at my ass! Like she was before. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> like, it, is a, it is a bit more on character. It is a bit more realistic. But yeah. I, I, I did like that they didn't uh, cave in completely and remove all the uh, the bootiness of I, it because I, I just hey. enjoy it that they released a new pose and then there were like a million threads of people just being like haha blizzard trolled everybody yeah. everybody <laughs> thought they won and they got blizzard to take out the butt but then blizzard just put in even more butt <laughs> it was great yeah. it was fantastic <laughs> uh, I can't wait for that game I really I, I just liked all the arguments like She's wearing tights. What do you expect? <laughs> like, yeah, that's seriously. how tights work. Yeah. It's not like she just got her ass hanging out on purpose. That's just how they work. <laughs> and also, uh, yoga like, pants. I'm, I'm man. not. I'm not gonna lie. Like uh, when I first saw the pose, I didn't see what the problem was because I didn't notice uh, her butt at all. <laughs> so, yeah. and so I was like, this, "Her butt's a problem." It's like I looked at it. I was like, okay, sure. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. But anyway, so that that's 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 Overwatch. Overwatch. Uh, I haven't I haven't gotten to play the game at all. I've only seen gameplay and stuff. But after watching the animated shorts they put out for that game, I just really want to play the game. Yeah. Even though even though none of those shorts are going to appear in the game, or any story whatsoever is going to appear in the game, I'm just happy about these outside animated shorts that make me feel for the characters. Yeah, I'm really. I feel like they're. It's probably an extension of that that project that they announced at uh, BlizzCon, where they had said that like Activision is going to have a more active animation side, like actually making yeah. legitimate animations and potentially even like TV shows and stuff. And Do you think this will lead to Blizzard actually making an animated movie? Possibly. Please Finally. do an animated WoW movie. I would totally. You know, honestly, that. like I would totally. If not a movie, but like even like just like a like a weekly show or something, like I would totally watch something in this, in this universe because it's you know well Blizzard in general, yeah, but especially Overwatch because it's a very they I think I've talked about this before, so I'm not going to beat a dead horse, but I I enjoy that a little bit more than Dota two and League of Legends like they meet like they set forth yeah. from day one to have a and even Team Fortress two as well. Uh, they, they all have a bit more of a that lack story. I guess just the the story is definitely a, a takes a, a backseat to oh, the yeah. gameplay. Like it's definitely not a priority. Now, you know, League of Legends I know has gotten a lot better with that in recent times, but uh, yeah, I enjoyed that uh, Blizzard made that a priority from day one, and and it shows because you know the very first thing we saw <coughs> of Overwatch was that fucking incredible. Uh, yeah. CGI, yeah. you know, movie that they did. That I mean, I was I, I just remember because I had I think it was when I had Digital Pass that year. Yeah. We, I was yeah. sitting there with my friend, and we were like, "Wait, what the fuck is Pixar doing it?" <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like it, it took a while to realize, like, this is for a video game. What? Yeah. Like it was so uh, well done. <laughs> yeah, I just remember when, when this, if you're watching the scene, the two kids are walking around, and then it goes. Blizzard Entertainment presents. I'm like, what the? <laughs> like, yeah. If it wasn't at mind. BlizzCon, I would have like, no, like nobody. No, you're lying. That's totally a Pixar movie. <laughs> yeah. You know, and and these the, the quality of these uh, shorts that they put out 
so far has been pretty much that same tier, and they've been really interesting and add a lot of lore to the universe. It's it's really, you know, I, I really sat down and I looked through a lot of the lore that they have put out, and it's really interesting. I I would love a game set uh, before Overwatch when Overwatch was like still on a high note, you know, because yeah. they were established to fight the. Uh, I think they're called the Omnics, and it was like a whole world war where essentially, like, full-on fucking Matrix mode, the robots rebelled and took over the world, and then this elite group of people called Overwatch came together and beat the robots. I'm like, I would play the shit out of a PvE game set at that point, like, with the heroes at that point. I'm just glad this is what has come of the remains of Titan. Yeah, honestly, I was just gonna say, like, honestly, I feel like I was thinking about it, I'm like, I would not be surprised if that's what Titan might have been, like a more PvE-focused version of Overwatch set so, during that... So Battleborn. It pretty much has confirmed that, yeah, Titan would have been a PvE version of Overwatch. See, I would have fucking loved that. But this looks awesome, was, too. Yeah. So I want both. Can we have both? Yeah. Porque? <laughs> I mean, we technically are getting both with Battleborn. <laughs> like... yeah, but that's not Overwatch. And it's that's not, not a good game. It's not a good game. I I kind of disagree. But we'll, well, let's talk, we'll talk about that later. Yeah. 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 Uh, uh, I judged totally off like 10 minutes of Twitch footage from someone who had no idea what was going on. So I could yeah. be... Yeah, but we'll, we'll get yeah. to that. I'll, uh, I'll just say it wasn't fun to watch. It might be fun to play. Okay. That's fair. Uh, quick quick note that the Doom beta opens uh, this coming weekend, April 15th, to the 18th. Who cares? Beta for... Everyone. Oh, boring. Move on. <laughs> it's basically just Unreal Tournament, but faster? Question mark? Pretty much. Um, Same and, weekend uh, Bethesda, the Dark Souls story comes out, nobody cares. Right, move on. And uh, Bethesda's hosting an E3 event on Sunday that's open to the public. So, on Sunday of E3, not this yeah, Sunday. Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, shit. Sunday of E3. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Sunday, that was today? What? <laughs> Yeah, the Sunday before E3, uh, Bethesda's having this event. It's, it's open to the public. You can go there. You can play some Bethesda games. There's a cool. guided uh, um, uh, Q&As. So, like, you probably get to see people like Adam Sessler interviewing people there. Can I just announce Uncharted? Or, bleh, Dishonored 2's release date already? Release date. That'd right? be good, yeah. No, we, have, we have to wait for that conference. Skyrim 2! <laughs> no, it's way too early for that, but I, I want to believe... I wanna believe. I wanna no, believe. Um, I, I just want to say real quick. I really like this kind of uh, this trend that we have this year of all the developers kind of rebelling against the yes, very right. corporate yes, uh, <laughs> corporate nature of, of what E3 has become, and be like, you know what? Fuck that. This is supposed to be be about the fans. Let's have these events outside. Yeah. You know, and I Bethesda's like still having stuff. Booth. You know, their booth within E3 itself, but at least they're hopping on the bandwagon and giving the. Uh, the plebs the chance to try out things. Because that's that's what it used to be about. I mean, E3 used to be an awesome, you know, everybody was invited, and now it's very much, this is where we show things off to the press, you know. Yeah. And, I don't know, like, having gone to E3 twice, it's fun, but yeah, I I, I don't feel that sense of of community while while there, you know. Because, yeah, it's mostly just industry people that are just, like, running around, like, trying to do interviews and like give play games and write stuff. Yep. So like no no one's there to make friends basically. Yeah. It's a job, um, you know. Yeah, yeah. 
so let's move on to the release list, which is really short uh, this week because there's only uh, one game that's important to most of the people on this podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that game is on April 12th for Xbox One, PS4, and PC. Dark Souls 3 is coming out. Or as I always like to call it, Dank Soils Trace. Dank Soils Trace. <laughs> yep. I'm, uh, so you know, yeah. it's my first Dark Souls. This will be fun. I'm excited for this. It's, I want you to stream. Are you still going to be installing cheats? <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. I will see. At, at least, at least for the first three hours, I want to see this stream. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Me eat like, my shit kicked in. Okay. Yeah. Like, <laughs> before before you install anything, I want to see you play this game. <laughs> just get this. That's demolished. that's true. Actually, I will hold off on even playing if you stream it on release day. Yeah, I have to that dig be... out my controller. Actually, I just thought about that. Yeah. That would be amazing. I'm just saying. Just like after after it. that one day, you could do whatever the hell you want. I just do it. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to. You don't have to stream it anymore. You just want to see me three in days. pain. I, I appreciate that. These are my friends <laughs> here. We're always. We're, I guess it's payback in a way because we're always like, George, you need to do Fear Friday and have a fucking heart attack and play. Are you not entertained? <laughs> this is your turn. Make me. Yeah, and, my and, and my you screen. being all like, I can't understand you, Shane, playing Dark Souls games. You just look like you're suffering and getting mad and getting angry because you die over and over again. That's still completely well, now, valid. I'm not playing this. It's your turn to suffer. That's why I want to Suffer with me. But yeah. Uh, it's just a gorgeous looking game, God. Everything I've seen of it really, is really good. It's just incredibly good looking. So I'm excited for that. That and uh, Division has that sweet new patch coming out on Tuesday as well, so it's a good week for me. Yeah, uh, uh, so after Dark Souls 3, there's also the Ratchet and Clank, which is the game that's based off the movie that's based off the original game. <laughs> wow, that actually looks good. I haven't heard anything about that. It looks really good, though. Yeah. Like, it looks really, really good. People are saying the game's yeah, actually... I, I, really I remember good. seeing footage of it, and yeah, and it looked fantastic. Yeah, yeah, I hear people, like, kind of raving about it, just... Ratchet and Clank, people love Plus, Ratchet and Clank. Guys, the Ratchet and Clank game isn't even coming out as a full-price game. It's coming out as $40. $40. Wow. Because it, it's technically a, uh, a remaster, yeah. so... It would be weird if it came out at full, at full price, because it's a remaster. Everyone's played the game before. Mostly everyone's played the game so cool. I've never played the game before. That's <laughs> so cool. I think. Uh, yeah. Uh, Risk of Rain for PS4 and Vita. Who cares? Uh, Stories, The Path of Destinies for PS4 and PC. I am. That's the game I'm going to be playing. Um, that Jordan Bate. Jordan Bate. It's, it's a Jordan Bate game, guys. <laughs> 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 Got me hook, line, and, and sinker. Um, I don't know. Is this Orion? Our, Orion? I think it's Orion. A U R I O N. Orion? I don't know. Orion Legacy of uh, Coriodon for PC, April 14th. Uh, Code of Princess for PC, April 14th. Woo! I'm getting that. Soda Drinker Pro. Oh, for Xbox no way. Hold PC. off. I gotta get that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bravely Second End Lair 3DS, April 15th. I'm gonna tell my brother to get that. Uh, and I Want to Be Human for PC, April 15th. I feel like Is that's that... going to be a really depressing game. I know absolutely nothing right? about it, but with a name like that, 
I'm like, that's <laughs> that's gonna be depressing right there. <laughs> is, is is that the prequel to Mr. Robot? <laughs> right. Uh, uh, so yeah, those are that's it. Those are the games that are coming out this week. Everybody heard Dink Soils is coming out. They're like, nope, nope. Basically, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so. Since that's done, let's move on to what are you playing? What are you looking forward to? Well, Cody, we kind of already know what you're going to be playing. Looking, looking forward, forward to, to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty much, I'm back in Fallout Three again, or Fallout Three. Wow, Fallout Four again. <laughs> yeah, uh, when does the Wasteland Workshop come out? Uh, is it next week? When is is that, that next week? I think also? it is Wasteland Workshop. I believe it's Tuesday. Nice. I'm. Pr- oh, so, where's the set? Come on, come on. So, so basically, Wasteland Workshop is the second yep. DLC for Fallout 4. Uh, it expands it's your the workshop, smallest, of It's course. the smallest of the DLCs. It's pretty much... Yeah. Uh, from what I've heard, there's no quest involved. It's just, like, straight up, here's some new gizmos and gadgets for your uh, for your settlement, which is cool, I guess. So a lot of the... I, I laughed because a lot of the stuff is things that mods have already done. So it's yeah. just like, hey, you're a little slow there, Bethesda, but I guess uh, better late than never. It's still cool. They, the trailer for it was amazing because the guy they they did it with uh, with Nate, the male character, and it yeah. just sounded just so like, fuck this, fuck everything, go die in the pit <laughs> for me, plebs. Yeah. <laughs> I le- I love the little bit of like uh, uh, self. Uh, introspection that they have where uh, the, they had uh, Preston in the pit getting mauled to death con- over and over again by the death claw like everyone knows yeah. how much like <laughs> we realize you hate Preston so here's a little bit of him getting mauled to death because yeah. everyone <laughs> hates Preston so uh, Preston Garvey is it Garvey I don't remember his last name anyway uh, so yeah um. So it's just fall fall four, and that's it, right? Pretty much, yeah. Like, that and uh, oh, and I think also I I believe the creation kit finally comes out on Tuesday as well. I think it's in beta right now, and a few people have posted things with it. So finally yeah. get that. God, that took forever. For that I don't. <laughs> they haven't said anything about the console side of it though yet. So it might just be the uh, the bare. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I, at this point. <laughs> At this point, I would be completely unsurprised if they just, like, they're trying to just quietly hope no one asks about it, you yeah. know, because it's taking so long, but, uh, so that'll be cool, because that should unlock yeah. a whole new, a whole new world of possibilities. A dazzling place I never knew. It's been really impressive to see what they've, uh, ma- you know, managed to mod with, with no official tools so far, but, uh, you know, you know Bethesda <coughs> modders, when there's a will, there's a way, so... And it's still, I mean, it's the same damn goddamn engine they've used for the last ten fucking years at this point, so it's not yeah. like it's that crazy new. And it's I mean, really if, starting to show, but I don't want to get mean, into if, that. If Telltale is going to be updating their engine finally, Bethesda, come on. Right, it's, yeah. But uh, on the upside of it is that, you know, everybody has years of experience with it now, so. True, true, true. But uh, that's that's what I've been doing. I started another playthrough of that. God, Save me! I just I yeah. I don't know why I just did it. I, you know, I'll probably quit as soon as Dark Souls comes out because that's what I'm looking forward to. So that division have mercy on your soul. Uh, so Shane, what are you playing? What are you looking forward to? Honestly, this last week I played nothing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I've actually been kind of on a video game slash media blackout for the entire week. Just getting yourself ready? Just preparing Pretty your much. body? Dark Souls 3, man. Come. Spoiling your body, getting ready for it. Did you manage to stay away from all the uh, spoilers and stuff from the Japanese version? I did, actually. I managed to avoid for the you. vast majority of it. Because um, I know you frequent, you frequent the chans, and I'm sure there was yeah, a goddamn minefield. Surprisingly, I just wanted to put it out here. The chans are actually not that terrible about spoilers when it comes to the Souls games, because they're all about the Souls games. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, <laughs> so we respect these games, we'll leave them alone. It's literally, it's seriously like that situation where it's, where they're just like, we respect these games, so maybe we won't spoil everything. So, but, and, you know, it's the usual thing where everybody, like, has been playing it for a few weeks, but they still haven't found everything. Yeah. And it takes forever for people to, like, update wikis and do all that shit. So I'm like, well, I've been good. It's because... They need the help from the Western world to find everything else. Pretty much. <laughs> Dang it. Damn. No, I'm not going to say that. That's racist. Yeah. So, uh, I'll move on to me. <laughs> but, so, yeah. Dark Souls 3. And then... I thought there was another game coming out this week that I'm actually kind of interested in. Um... I... Well, I, I probably didn't read it out because there's no reaction from Hold me. on. Hold on. Uh, Hold on. So I'm just, I'm just going to kind of talk a little yeah. bit here just to cover up the, yeah. the you know, the, the space a little bit. Because as Shane is Googling stuff, it would be weird if it was just dead silence for a while. People would think, oh, no, did my dive thingy break? Oh, I should probably check this out. But no, that's not the case, guys. So I'm here. Jordan Pollock. Your eye like thingy? Yeah, eye thingy. Eye thingy. Uh. My brand new eye thingy. Oh, by. yeah. <laughs> um, I thought Banner Saga was coming out this week, but it's not, so that, that yeah, disappointed me. 19. I was so excited for that. But hey, it's only one more week. That's okay. Yes, Ben. One week since I looked at me. Gives you some more time to finish the first one, Jordan. Right? Yeah, I'm getting I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Which is great. You got. I can't. Um, you gotta get there. You gotta get there because we need to. Oh, because you're like the only person I know who played that game. Yeah, <laughs> and it was amazing. So I'm like, I need somebody to talk to. Yeah, that's what's coming out. Uh, Bravely second on Friday. Yes, April fifteenth. Yeah. He did mention it. You just weren't paying I attention. I just wasn't paying attention. We, you been caught red-handed. <laughs> oh, in the cookie jar. Also, um, just. FYI for people who are excited about Dark Souls 3, for PC Master Race, aka not me, but Cody, it releases tomorrow. Pretty much, yeah. Oh, dang. I think it's at like 3. Oh, yeah, that's right, that's right. 3 yeah. o'clock my time. 3 o'clock. So well, hey, awesome. nice. I won't be here because I have to go see my dad at the hospital. But yeah. uh, when I get back, it hopefully Steam will be all, it's ready. <laughs> oh. Just prepare yourself. Get your body ready. <laughs> I'm gonna um, spit like you guys want me to stream. I'm like streaming. You guys realize I'm gonna spend like four fucking hours just making a character. <laughs> Perfect. So, right. That'll be my Fantastic. stream of the night. Because yeah. so, <laughs> I heard this time like they don't. Ha- I, that's one of the things that got me into the last few Dark Souls is I didn't like the whole like uh, you looking like a like a fucking zombie thing. 
the whole time. Yeah, uh, it's like, just no, because they... I like to actually look like my character. So I've been told by sources who've played the game that there ain't none of that nonsense this time. You actually look like the character you create. So I'm yeah, okay with cool. this. That's because it's got the Bloodborne engine. Yeah, the Bloodborne engine. <laughs> um, you could you could play Bloodborne on your P- on your PC with using remote play uh-huh. on PS4 <laughs> if you have a PS4. <laughs> Uh, remote play works really well, actually. It's it's great. Anyway, uh, so me, what am I playing? What am I looking forward to? I have been playing a bunch of stuff. I I played the first episode of Hitman, uh, Hitman. on PS4. It's really fun, actually. Like this is my Did first time hit playing things? a Hitman game. I hit many things, good, and I got caught, so I had to run kill so many people, and then I ended up failing anyway because they just have a lot more. So guns you played Hitman, then Caught Man, then Run Man, <laughs> then Kill Man. Hitman. I'm dead man. Uh, dead man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Reload, save man. So yeah, like I, I don't know. If, I don't know if this if this is how all the other Hitman games are, but I'm really digging it. Uh, basically, <coughs> for this first episode, it's three levels. Uh, the first two levels are the same exact level, uh, but in the first level, you have like it's just trying to teach you like how you know you sneak onto a thing, you can disguise yourself as people, then you have to murder this one dude and then get out of there. Then when you play it again, you get more options. They give you more weapons to go in with, and that was fun. But the real real meat of it is the first contract that you do, and basically you uh, it takes place during this huge mansion fashion party, and you have to kill the people who organize it. It's a it's a, a husband and wife combination uh, that they're actually like the head of some organization that's selling off CIA names to terrorist basically it sounds so very hit man so far yeah. yes so you have to kill these two people during this like roaring ass party so um what i did what i failed so many times <laughs> i failed so many times trying to get get it to work but i finally i finally figured it out uh basically i lured the husband out into an open area he's trying to, he's walking with his uh bodyguard and i just straight shot him in the freaking face like <laughs> down <laughs> Shoot, man. Hours. <laughs> yeah. Like, so I put him down. People like, oh my God, what happened? You know what? Hide the body so no one so no one knows that th- something's wrong, right? So then I sneak upstairs. I have dressed myself as, I, I pretend to be a, a, a famous fashion model who happens to look kind of like Agent 47, but with makeup. <laughs> so I put makeup on. That's one of those things in the Hitman games and any of those like superhero things or anything. It's just like, that guy looks awfully like so-and-so. Yeah. <laughs> And so especially like, Hitman, like, it's not like you, like, he's a very distinct-looking person. Yeah. <laughs> he's a very distinct-looking person, but he's also a very nondescript-looking white dude, so it's like... That's true. <laughs> if he was black, everyone would know Oh my god, him. everyone would be like, watch that, man. We, had, we almost within the podcast, had to get that casual racism in. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, I disguised myself as, as a uh, fashion model who... It's ba- he's basically the guy that disguised himself as is basically Zoolander. You know the part of Zoolander? Where it's like Mugatu hires like models to assassinate people. Yeah. <laughs> or like they're spies. That's basically what it was. That's nice. So I, dis- so I disguised myself as this model who was really a spy for this lady. So I got in, got a private uh, meeting with her, and the second she turned around, I stabbed her in the back with a, with untraceable poison, and I just got out of there real quick. <laughs> So, yeah. it was so great. <laughs> I've always heard then, um, like, Hitman Two. I think 
Blood Money, if I remember correctly. I think that one's yeah. yeah, that's the one everybody says is like that's the one you go play. I own it, never played it. Yep. What? Same. I own it twice over, actually. (laughs) It was in bundles, man. It's like the best Hitman game, guys. Come on. I mean, is that the one where like the end of the 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 game, like the last mission, you have to assassinate a guy in a wheelchair, and he just like chases you around in his wheelchair very slowly with his big gun. (laughs) I hope I saw saw one like that. I want to play this game so bad now. I, I saw a video of that. It was fucking it. hilarious. The guy just like he, he just like slowly ran away from him for like an hour, and the guy's just like, "Coming out, I'm gonna get you. I'm, I'm going about you. two miles per hour. I'm gonna oh, get you. Gonna get you." He just kept like dot like running from tree to tree in the wheelchair. Man, just like, wow, you you wily devil. I'll be there one day. You young whippersnapper, I'm gonna get you. Oh, it's gonna be great. Um, and I, like that was like my first ever like this is Hitman. And my brain was just like, what the fuck is this <laughs> game? <laughs> you apparently cultivate the game, culminate the game by running away from men in wheelchairs. That's Hitman. That's why everyone loves it. Okay. Yeah. So like just just getting down that one mission down took me like five hours. Um, it's that's, that's, that's mean, one thing they do do well is do do well. Yeah, I said do do. It's one thing do well is because. In those games, that that repl- replayability is just—I mean—that's what you get Hitman yeah. for. So, yeah, the last game so not so ways. much, but <laughs> this oh, one it sounds like uh, it's going back to the old formula. So that's good to hear. Yeah, like for me, it was insane to see just like how open it was. Like, here's these two people, just kill them. However, <laughs> okay, uh, <laughs> but yeah, um, but I mean, taking a step back from you know, this being my first uh, Hitman game, I. I will say that I guess the game is this first episode is kind of content light because that's the one main story mission next yeah. to the, the two ones before because those were in the beta so I already played those two things so like I guess like all in all it was pretty content light just one mission the two training missions and then there are like supplemental contracts that takes place in the same level and just kill different people and it's like whatever but still fun. Like I had to really, just figure out how to kill these people with these interesting constraints. Like you have to kill this man with the with the garrote while while his friend is like standing like five feet away. You have to also kill. Like <laughs> so, yeah, that was that was great. Um, I played that. I played the Final Fantasy fifteen Platinum demo, which is really cool. It was mostly it was more of a tech demo, if anything. Like. They showed you like different the day to night cycles, the the weather stuff, and they kind of they changed up how the combat works from the episode Duske uh, um, demo. Basically, in Duske, you just mash a button, then Noctis would just switch between different weapons just to complete a combo. But now it's more of a Devil May Cry sort of thing, where as you're attacking, you can you press like something uh, left on the D pad and you switch to a different weapon to finish out your combo. Which is cool. You you know throw in magic in there too if you want to. It it, it was fun, uh, but ultimately like you you get nothing from it aside for like once you beat the platinum demo you unlock the carbuncle summon. It's the only way to actually get that summon in the final game. So you know it's a it's a nice little um, treat for playing. Uh, ultimately, unnecessary demo. <laughs> like, um. 
But yeah, like if if the game plays like that, combat wise, then I'm totally in. It's it's it was really fun. Uh, yeah, I mean, you spend the majority of it just like running through a thing, just follow the carbuncle, and you know, tell you stuff. And you play as like a uh, kid Noctis the whole time. It's just you use toy weapons, and then at the end of it, you fight a boss that you get to fight as adult Noctis, and then and then it's over. And it's cool. It's like thirty minutes. Um, so if you're curious at all about Final Fantasy 15, I I say try out Episode Duske and the Platinum demo, and that'll give you a f- decent idea of like how that game is going to be. Which to me looks like it's pretty good. If you like Kingdom Hearts gameplay, you're gonna like. Final Fantasy XV's gameplay. Uh, then I played the Battleborn uh, PS4 beta. Um, so the thing about Battleborn is that there's a, the marketing for that game has been god awful. Nobody knows what the heck Battleborn actually yeah, is. I've seen. I mean, I I pretty religiously look online at stuff, and I still don't like know barely anything about it. So so basically, Battleborn is like a mixture of Borderlands, Overwatch, and um Borderlands, Overwatch, and Paragon. So it has a mode that's basically a Dota clone. It has a mode that's basically Overwatch. And it has a mode that's basically Borderlands, and it's all in the same game. We'll do the live. Put it all in there. Yeah. Basically, like there's like 25 (laughs) characters you can, 25 different characters all play differently. They all have different roles and stuff. And I don't know. I have I had a lot of fun playing. Like the the only two multiplayer things that were available in the beta was Incursion, which is basically that's basically the the Dota clone thing where you have to you have to destroy these two centuries and you win the battle um and along the way there's there's minions that get in your way that to fight and kill get money uh build other centuries to fight off uh the opposing team and their uh minions and yeah there's that then there is the other mode which is shoot i forgot what it was called but basically you have to escort your minions into the mouth of a furnace until until he explodes, basically. Um, then you have to stop the enemy from killing your minions. I'm doing that. And yeah. And then they actually had a level, two levels from uh, the campaign. Which, that, yeah, it's, it's straight up Borderlands. Like, you, you shoot stuff and you collect loot. And yeah. It, it's, it's actually a lot of fun. But I can understand, uh, Cody, when you say that the stream you're watching is like, it was extremely hectic. I I was watching it and it was just like fucking Technicolor vomit all over the screen. I had no idea what was going on whatsoever. And, you yeah, know, like um, it seemed I, like I one of those under- games that was very clearly like we developed this game for Twitch, and then yeah. but like they took it too far. <laughs> There's a way like, too much going on. Like I I could understand like it would look extremely hectic, but I don't know for for me I don't know if it's just me specifically, but like it, it was fairly easy to understand like what was happening at all times. But um, yeah, I, I I can I can see it as being extremely hectic to watch. <laughs> it's, it's in beta right now, right? Yeah, yeah, it's just the beta. But so, I mean the that's one game... of those the points of 
beta, I suppose. You could tweak things like that. But, yeah. uh, but I mean, the full game comes out in, what, like, May something? Oh, like, wow, okay. It, it's soon. So it's one of those wink-wink nudge-nudge betas. I get it, okay. It's an open Actually, beta. I think it's April 22nd. So. Yeah, it's open beta. But it ends today, I think. <laughs> yeah, it comes Actually, out on May 3rd. May 3rd, there you go, yeah. And then what, Overwatch comes out later that month, too. Something like that. But, yeah, like... I don't know, I feel like uh, Battleborn is a game that you it's hard to understand until you actually play it. Or something like that. I, I know I know uh, Total Biscuit put out a video explaining like why it's an awesome game. <laughs> but yeah, it's I don't know, it's 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 hard for me to to explain because it is one of those games where it like it's everything and the kitchen sink. You know? Like, yeah. It has but all these different good? modes. As, well, obviously. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm going to have to go sign up for beta just to try it out. Like, Cause it sounds from, like from, it may be uh, worth checking out just from the standpoint of, like, hey, we put fucking everything in it. So Yeah, like, like from a content standpoint, it's, like, 100% worth it. Like, there's so much crap in that game. Yeah. But, like, whether, whether pe- people will latch on to it, I don't know. I really don't know. Who makes uh, Battleborn? Uh, 2K Games. The, uh, Gearbox. There you go. Gearbox. That's right. Okay. Ooh, <coughs> the Borderlands okay. people. Yeah. And you know what? Like, that explains humor, a lot of things. Yeah. The, the humor and stuff for the game is 100% Borderlands. Like, the the announcer lady, like, right before every match, she explains, like, Here, this is incursion. This is what you have to do. You have to destroy your, the enemy's sentries and stuff. And then once you do it, you win. And then, like, uh, she goes... You know, I, my favorite thing to do is to count down from three, two, one, go. And like that's how the match starts. Or she goes, "Let's light this shit up in three, two, one." <laughs> like, like I, I, I enjoy, I enjoy that kind of humor. Like, it's not completely over the top like Borderlands Two was, but uh, it's you. There's definitely those kind of touches in it, which is nice. Um, yeah. I don't know. I I feel like uh, Battleborn is a game that, if you get the chance, try it out. Otherwise, you know. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's what I have been playing. I think is that everything I've been playing? Yeah, that's everything I've been playing. I am looking forward to playing Stories: Path of Destiny. It's a, it's a, it's a Jordan Bait game. It comes out the same day as Dark Souls, so. I'll be playing that while everyone else is playing Dark Souls, and I'm also going to be playing Quantum Break. Really looking forward to playing that. Mostly because I found out that Lance Reddick is going to be in the live-action cutscene, so I'm really excited for that. Thanks. Uh, well, Lieutenant Daniels from The Wire and Peter Baelish, Littlefinger from Game of Thrones, are buddies. I want to watch them in everything. Uh, so, I believe that's finally everything. Yes. Uh, so thank you all so much for listening to PCP, the Pixel Clicks podcast. Remember to follow us on all the social media stuff that's going to be mentioned in the credits. And that would be awesome if you please like us, do all these things. We want, we want to hear, we want feedback from all you wonderful people. Uh, so yeah, for, for the absent Sergio Lopez, for the present Cody Franklin and the present Shane Carpenter, I am Jordan Pollock. And we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
Mix of Clicks podcast was created by Cody Franklin, Sergio Lopez, Shane Carpenter, and Jordan Pollock. The intro and outro music is called Dancing is Permitted by Tectonic. Do you like the show? Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitch, and subscribe to us on YouTube and iTunes. Just search for Pixel Clicks Podcast. While you're on iTunes, rate us and leave us comments so more people can find us. And read our articles on pixelatedgeek.com. Just look for our names on the bylines. Send us your questions, comments, and other things to pixelclickspodcast at gmail.com. And we might read them on the air. To see this week's shirt and get notifications of videos, follow the show on Twitter at PixelClicksPod. That is PixelClicksPod because we could not fit the cast. Cody Franklin is at Cody underscore Franklin underscore. Sergio Lopez is at Yes Sergio. Shane Carpenter is at Cartoonic21. And Jordan Pollock is at Jordan is a bear. <laughs>